Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Sports biopics. Sports biopics. Yes, yes. We're delving into the world of sports and people who play those sports. Just look at that strike. Yes, they've put it in the goal and won the biggest prize in the world. But what background did they come from? What is their story? <laughs> Who are they as people? We all want to go behind the scenes. Yes. To see the, the heart of the champions. Yes. What is their relationship with their father? <laughs> That's what it's always going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Venus and Serena Williams. These champions. The top of their game. Some of the best tennis players in the world. What's their dad like? <laughs> what are what, what their dads like? What is their dad like? What are their dads like? Well, that's the kind of thing we're going to pick <laughs> yeah. this week. Welcome back to the show, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. If you're uh, just joining us, uh, you've just tuned into the start of the show. <laughs> you've just tuned into Life's a Pit. <laughs> the start. Of are life. you surprised? Well, you shouldn't be because you've chosen this on your podcast platform you of choice. You press the button to play, press play. I don't yes. know how. I don't know how else to help you, mate. Yeah, yeah. If you're lost, you're you're lost. I, yeah. I can't help. Yeah. So it's just us this week. It is just us uh, pitching a genre we know very little about. So little about. Oh yes. But that's okay because we make it up every week anyway. What? <laughs> I have got scripts written. People gave us film titles, made up film titles on our social media. That is facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Twitter, we are at Life's a Pitch Show. And Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. More about that last one at the end of the show. But we're just going to go through some suggestions people have given us and pitch some movies. You're going to figure out what those movies would be. All right, so from The Real Serial Dragon on Patreon, we've got... Life of a Highland Games porridge-eating champion. Oh, I love the Highland Games. Have yeah. you been to a Highland Games? I've never been to a Highland Games, no. Oh, I've only been but once, but it's good fun. What, what games are there in the Highland Games? Oh, there's the Caber Toss. Yeah, oh, well, they just chuck a big tree. Yeah, they just yeah. chuck a log. I don't, I've seen that, yeah, um, yeah. There's, like, a big thrower ball. <laughs> it's carrying a stone. <laughs> Yeah? That is all real. Yeah? Yeah, it's just big, strong boy stuff. Like, strongest man. Scotland's strongest man. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much, you know. That's, pre- that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm assuming the real cereal dragon is going for the Scots porridge oats. Yes. Uh, we, and we're gonna, I, I think we should indulge them on this one. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's an iconic... Mm. Uh, it's an iconic uh, guy. So it's just a really hench man in a kilt. Yep. With a shot put. He's got a shot put. He's going to throw it. He's shot put in one arm, bowl of porridge in the other. Yep. And he's he's going to launch that shot put. And I think he must be very good at shot put. Yeah. And I'll tell you for why I mm. think he is um, uh, so good at shot put. Yeah. Because any other person, that momentum, mm. right? You're, you're going to pull back your other hand... 
You're going to tip the porridge out the bowl. Yeah. Not this man. I've had a brainwave. Okay. Right. We cut to the Scots Porridge Oats headquarters. Right. Who has seen... Like, we need a mascot yep. to sell porridge oats. Yes. It's Matt Damon. He's going, we need a mascot to sell Scots Porridge Oats. Yeah. What have we got? Like, we we can have some... We can have Billy Connolly on there. Yep. Like, he's Scottish. He, sure he eats is. porridge. Yep. He loves it. He loves it. And Ben Affleck on the other end of the line is like, no, no, like, porridge gives you energy. We need an athlete on there. And it's like, who is, like, who's Scotland's athlete? So they, they go and phone up this guy. Just a guy? The, this guy. This <laughs> yeah. guy. This Highland Games guy. Yeah. Who's who's a... Jared Butler. Okay. Big Scottish man. Just wearing a kilt the whole time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're just like, we want you to sell Scott's porridge oats. It's the story of... It's the story of the business that got the man on the Scott's porridge oats. It's like, it's like the air film... But with, but with a completely project. unknown man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we still don't know who he is. Like it's it's the it's the business of air. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess air posits that the that Michael Jordan is also an unknown man. Yeah, at that, at um, that point, yeah, yeah, and then it explodes. Yeah. This is like air. Yeah. But if the guy remained sort of anonymous. Yep, and the sales did middle to good. Middle to fine, yeah. <laughs> There's fine. no no pushing of the sales at all. But there's a spiritual element, yeah, of, to this movie mm-hmm. because um, the more like the more this guy is like trying to sell these oats, yeah, and the less it's working, the more he stands out on the moors. And just tries to throw the ball harder and harder and harder, right? Yeah, yeah. And because he's like, he's got these these things running through his head, right? Like, firstly, he's got to save his farm, mm-hmm. right? He's got to save his farm from 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 big business. Oh yeah, Ben Mendelssohn. Well, he's he's been approached by Ben Mendelssohn. Yeah, Ben Mendelssohn's come to his farm yep. with all his stormtroopers, yep. sort of walking behind him. Yep. Ben Mendelssohn's in this amazing yep. white cape. Yep, uh, and he's like, "Oh come on, <laughs> you, did you think we wouldn't find you? Find you, uh, anonymous Scottish man." <laughs> He just <laughs> cut scenes from the opening of Rogue One. And we just have voiceover where he just goes, Anonymous Scottish man. <laughs> um, and he's like, he, he stands there on the hill just lobbing ball after ball after ball. Yeah. Um, until, basically, he's like... Because he's, yeah, he's got the thoughts running through his head. I've got to save his farm. Because yeah. his dad... Like was like you. You're the man of the house now, kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'm off to the war. Yes. Um, you're the man of the house now. You got to look after the farm. You got to be a proper Scotsman. Yeah. You got to be. You got to be able to you wear know, a kilt wear and a nothing kilt else and, and and a vest. Yeah. And, and, oh yeah, he's yeah, wearing a vest, yeah. isn't he? And um and you know like make sure that, the, that you're a proper Scot. Yeah. Um and he's like, the only way I can do this is by selling out. Yeah, you know, by selling out my l- image. image. <laughs> I, I, I am Scott Scotsman. Yep. <laughs> um, and and uh, like 
he's he's doing that and so he's standing out on the hill just over and over again and just everyone is seeing him because he's on the borderlands yeah everyone's seeing him throwing these these balls into orbit into orbit and it just gets burned into the mind yeah of like a whole generation they don't buy any more oats no the 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 sale of Scott's porridge oats remains at a flat rate completely flat yeah Ben Mendelsohn like is defeated at the end only by the fact that his his endeavour did nothing Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah but the popularity of the Scott's porridge oats man yeah goes up Mm. everyone just Everyone everyone rallies around to sort of save his farm. Do you know what? No, it's not even that. Yeah. There's standing stones. Uh, they're, they're, they're call, it's called uh, like a, a dream stone. What? And, um, <laughs> and uh, his dad was like, you know, I'll, I'll communicate with you in, in your dreams if you, if you stand near the dream stone. <laughs> and he, he stands on that dream stone for so long waiting for his dad to communicate with him from the war. That he grows into a buff, a buff man in a kilt and a vest, and um, he's standing there, and it's so long that um, everyone on Earth has a dream of a giant Scottish man in a kilt and a vest. All right, and and, uh, and so the image of the Scots Porridge man is burned into everyone's brain but they have no desire to eat oats no. associated with that no that they walk they walk down the cereal aisle and see Scots Porridge oats the guy and it's like oh and that's the of, guy from my they, dream they, yeah they kind of fist bump the box because <laughs> they got a lot of respect for him but they don't want the oats <laughs> man from my dream yeah. I associate him with Scotland this film <laughs> I mean it was already pretty fucking weird yep. but then it jumped off a cliff and once the dreamstone got involved yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah of course it's always the dreamstone <laughs> who's playing his dad um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio okay yep. cool good good choice yep. for Jared Butler's dad yep nice son I'm going off to the war He's, that he never comes back. I'll communicate with you via this dream stone if I'm still alive. He never does. He doesn't. He yeah. just goes off and dies. Yep. He dies on the train down to the dock. <laughs> he just falls off the train. Yeah, just falls off. Yeah. He he try he tries to go from carriage to carriage and just gets sucked out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't built that that like between carriage bit no no they've not built the little bendy bit yeah. so he just sucked that that's, that's the danger yeah yeah, yeah. thank god for the wonders of modern technology eh? I know I know that's that's how the film ends yep alright so from Stuart Dunlop we've got 10,000 calories the Michael Phelps story <laughs> what yeah Michael Phelps being a swimmer? Yes, like okay. like the the world's best swimmer. Mm-hmm. He's part fish. Yeah. And I think this is a story in which Michael Phelps realizes that the optimal new he's got a radical nutritionist oh, yeah. played by Vic Reeves. Yeah. And um uh he he figures out that the optimal, or he's told, yeah. the optimal nutrition before a race is to eat another swimmer. 
10,000 calories. <laughs> oh my God. He's Michael. convinced of this fad diet by Vic Reeves. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but I can't eat. But I can't eat people. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> you can eat anything. Especially other swimmers. They think of it like fish. Michael. <laughs> Michael, Michael, me boy. Sit on me lap. Sit on my lap. Sit on me lap. And Michael Phelps, this massive six foot six man yep. sitting on Vic Reeves's lap. It's actual Michael Phelps. It is, yeah, he's yeah. playing himself. Yeah, he's playing himself. Actual cannibal Michael Phelps. <laughs> Think about it, Michael, right? All those swimmers that don't have your technique, but have better techniques in some places, what? How are they getting that technique? From their brain? Yes. No. No. It's their calorie content. It's their calories. <laughs> Michael, you've got to start eating other swimmers. I'm your nutritionist. I'm your nutritionist. They hired me from Fiverr. They have this the is... exact number of calories that a swimmer needs. Yes. Yes. We Even... know that from the fact that they are swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> you, Michael, have in you 10,000 calories. Now, if I was still an Olympic swimmer, I'd be putting you on my plate right now. <laughs> but good for you, I'm not. What I want to see, Michael, is because we, we can't we can't cook and eat people. That's that'd be murder. I changed the calorie content. Yeah, because we'll we'll get we'll get found out if you do that. <laughs> right? What I want you to do is wait until the camera is side view at the Olympics. <laughs> Pretend, pretend you got a broken leg or something, pretend, and, and do do real bad. Come in from behind, and then speed up, detach your jaw. You, you'll you'll get a load of water in as well, but it it, it won't matter. It won't matter because think of the calories. Think of the calories. It'll the the other swimmer will go in like like a glove, like krill ha into a whale's mouth. Hand in glove, they'll fit. <laughs> they'll just slide right in. And and you can tell, because you're bigger than most swimmers. Yes. Most swimmers are tiny. You're a big lad. They won't fit in my gob, he says. <laughs> Michael Phelps says. Um, and, then and then Vic Reeves punches him in the jaw. <laughs> breaking his jaw so he can detach it. He's like, their head will fit in your head. Their chest will fit in your chest. Their arms will fit in your arms. How can you tell me that they won't fit? <laughs> Stupid boy! <laughs> Slaps him across the face. With a pair of goggles. Slaps his goggles off. <laughs> a, sw a swimmer is the perfect dimensions to fit inside a swimmer. <laughs> the swimmer's calories are the perfect amount of calories to, to, to fuel a swimmer. So... So they get to the podium yep. at this race, yep. and it's just Michael Phelps. <laughs> the other swimmers just uh, the other swimmers just didn't bother to turn up for didn't the podium. Turn up for the, didn't turn up so for the podium. I, I guess he's just going to have the me all the other three. medals, all three medals, gold, <laughs> silver, and bronze. <laughs> I wonder what happened to the other swimmers. They they they, they seem to have just walk, walked off. This man is such a great swimmer that. Everyone else is just, just a sore left. loser. Everyone else just left. 
It's funny because we all saw them go into the pool. <laughs> they all dived in. They, they all dived in. He eats them. <laughs> like, he, like, he's like a shark. Yeah. He eats them on that first initial dive. Yeah. One, you know, you do the lengths. Yeah, yeah. Like, whenever they do that, like, kick off, yes. another one disappears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's... Um... <laughs> Just like, you see them go under to do the kick, uh. and then their little cap bobs to the top. But it gets to the point where he's got no other swimmers. Yep. It's like, you've eaten all the... Sw- Why'd you go and eat all the swimmers? <laughs> what you said? No, I said, you've got to get them inside you. <laughs> Not eat them. <laughs> I, think, I, think I was just... joking about you detaching your jaw. <laughs> I think he's just like... Yeah, he's just like, well, you're out of swimmers. But... Uh, the good news is you don't have to swim anymore. Archery. <laughs> the perfect nutrition for an archer is an archer. <laughs> oh, no, no. Have you ever thought about orienteering <laughs> out in the woods? <laughs> and then there's the credits. So, yeah, plenty of people out in the woods, just, just ready to be ready to be consumed. The perfect orient, the perfect calories for an orienteer is another orienteer. <laughs> just they go out into the woods and he's, he's, they just disappear. They never yeah. come back. Yeah. They just walk off together into the woods. Yeah. Credits. Yeah. There we go. And they're still 000. walking off into the woods while the credits roll. <laughs> it's not black screen credits. No, it's, no. It's you know just a wide shot of them walking into the woods. Mm. Um, uh, and then, like you know, there's someone off in the off in the distance, and, and Vic Reeves is like pointing at them, and then and they go, oh, yeah, all right, and then just keep him walking, you know. You just see him sprint off into yeah. the woods. Like, Michael Phelps gunning for him, like the end of like a '60s movie, you know, yeah. where the, 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 the scene carries on yeah. as the as the um, as the credits roll. It's the origins of a horror film. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't see that part. No. I mean, it is a horror film. Yeah, yeah, it is a horror movie. It's made by that person who. Uh, what was she, what's that female director called? Um, who uh, did the car movie? Oh, uh, Julia Ducano. Ducano, yeah. Ducano, yeah. Um, Roar and Titan. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made by. It's made by her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh fucking by, hell! Directed definitely. by Ducano. Yeah, yeah. The, the visceralness of it yes. definitely <laughs> the visceralness and the the characters doing batshit insane <laughs> yeah, stuff for no reason yeah really. for no reason at all yep I'd watch it so from James Cannon we've got Cornelius Heptathlon the man who could do seven things <laughs> I, I really tried hard to get to the end of that without a massive grin on my face so this is this is like proto uh, proto Olympia, right? Yeah. This is the uh, original original Olympics. Okay, right. I just really like the idea that it's modern day Olympics, and he could just do seven, <laughs> seven things. things. They don't have to be a heptathlon. I know. I think I think this has to be the original Olympics. Do you know why? Because they're still figuring out what is a sport and what isn't. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. They're still figuring out. Like, I mean. Janine's pretty good at carrying bread. <laughs> Is she that a can sport? carry seventeen bread. Yeah. Okay. And 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 and, uh, and like Cornelius is like, man, Janine is really good at carrying bread. Yeah. Herodotus is pretty good at hiding in a barrel. <laughs> is that anything? Yeah. And they're like, 
Well, maybe maybe we'll make a sport about... Wait, hang on. Is this ancient Greece or is this like 1900s? No, this is ancient Greece. Okay. Right, like this is original okay, right. Olympics. Cool, cool, cool. The OG OG. Yeah. You know, original Greek OG. Mm. They're like, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess we could make a sport about that. Yeah, we'll put that in. Fuck no it. One, no one's invented sports yet. We could do whatever we want. <laughs> Running with bread. Uh, bread holding. Alan and Hippithecus Hepic- have been practicing at pushing each other over, but naked. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. That's pretty good. Okay, I've got a pitch. What if we do all of these naked? What if we do all of these oh, yeah, activities yeah. naked? Wait, hang on. What? What? Well, you hear me out. Why? Well, uh, Alan and... Uh, Hidu- we have invented clothes. Yeah, but they're not necessary for pushing each other over. But... but or I can, carrying bread. I can push you over right now in the mud. Doesn't mean... Oh, uh, no. Uh-uh. Hear me out. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If, if this is a true test of our mortal form, mm. of our skills... Yeah. And I am to buy a better toga than you, meaning I can carry better, more amounts of bread, and you cannot afford such a such a, such a garment. Is that not less of a test? If we simply are in the nud, a no one's going to want that bread afterwards. Mm. So it's ours. You know, you know, you're my best friend, Agamemnon, and. And I, pr- I just don't see how being naked helps or doesn't help push other people over in the mud. It just you could trip on your on on your gums. But surely that should be part of the. I'm I'm right there with you. I want to see I want to see this big sporting event. Yeah, yeah. We've been working pretty hard on I've this. I've got a guy running from marathon. We want to please the gods. With some ideas, with a torch to light the fire that we need to yeah, write we these do, ideas we do down. Need a fire, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. And we've been waiting for a little while on that one. We see they said next day delivery. Yeah, oh God, no. What? <laughs> what what's that? <laughs> they said next day delivery on the fire. What's delivery? <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why naked, Agamemnon? Uh, it's just a, I think it's just a good idea. Like it, 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 it divests of us our of our of our worldly uh, objects, and simply it's at us and the gods. Um, anyway, you know what? I'll give you that. Yeah, and why that's why I'm gonna win at the event of convincing other people to go naked places. <laughs> Write that down. That's a good. That's a good, you'd be really that good at that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Cornelius turns up. And he's yeah. like, I'm not the best at bread carrying. Yeah. I'm not the best at convincing people convincing to go naked people places. To go naked places. <laughs> I've convinced some people to go naked some places. Yeah. I've carried some bread. The bath. <laughs> the baths have mainly been places I've convinced I've people spent, to go naked. I, I worked as a bath advertiser yeah. for, for, for several days. <laughs> Until the Agamemnon came and just ruined everything. He was for me. really good at it. He was really good. He was better than I was. Yeah. And I can and I can push people over sometimes. Yeah. But but nobody not... nobody wants to know. Yeah. They all they're all better than me at everything. That's when um, D- David Duchovny turns up, <laughs> and he's like Cornelius, I'm afraid 
David Lynch. You're gonna, you're you're going to the gallows. We're gonna we're gonna kill you with hemlock. Because you, every... you're almost there at David Duchovny. Just sound bored and tired in that voice. You're... That's just Harrison Ford. <laughs> just bored and tired, Harrison Ford. <laughs> you're uh, I'm just gonna do Harrison Ford now. Yeah, yeah, um, it's Harrison Ford. You're. I'm afraid there's whispers in the Senate that they're going to kill with hemlock anyone who's uh, not the best at something. (laughs) Wow, this first Olympics really... You signed up to the mailing list far too early, I'm afraid. I want to see that episode of Time Team (laughs) where they find out that (laughs) most of... Greece was murdered. Well, Cornelius was just really into the idea. He signed mm. up to the event. Yeah. And then everyone okay. who's not the best at something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant in the entire country of Greece. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and it's all the different city states as well. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, the best person at spartering. Um, <laughs> anyway, point yeah. being, um, you signed up to the mailing list far too early there, mm. uh, there Cornelius uh, Heptathlon. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, they're gonna kill everyone who even gets bronze or below. Oh no! <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna have to get a new event in there. Yeah, one that I can wait. Win at. Hang on. So I'm average at at, at bread carrying. I'm average. This at... is uh, Daniel Radcliffe. I think is is Cornelius. Okay. Tethlon. I'm I'm average at bread carrying. I'm I'm, I'm average at at convincing people to. Go naked places. I'm average at uh, at pushing people over in the mud naked. Um, I'm average at uh, at at running real far. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm average at throwing a disc. <laughs> and I'm and I'm also average at um, at you know uh, swimming because of all the naked baths I've been to. I've convinced people to go to. I'm average at all of that. So. So if I challenge all the people that are best at that... To do them in a row. To do them in a row. I will come out on top, because on average... <laughs> I'll be better than all of them. I'll be better than all of them at and every then, one of those. And then that ends up not being true. Yeah. Right. He does a trial event. Mm. Like, he's testing it out. Yeah. He gets beaten at most of them. Yeah. Right? Until he puts in the thing, in this original one, that you're allowed to do them in any order you want. And he figures out the optimal order to oh, do yeah. this heptathlon, right? Because, of course, you've got to start off carrying the bread mm. so your hands aren't slippery from the mud. But yeah. the mud guys want to do that first. Yeah. They want to get off to a strong start with the mud pushing. Yeah. Right? So he's carrying bread alongside the bread carrier who's doing that first, mm. right? But then the bread carrier gets challenged to a mud fight. <laughs> Exactly. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, you know, um, uh, Heptathlon is chomping the bread as he does a big long run. <laughs> I just really like all these people just in a field, yeah. like just doing, like there's no organisation to it. They're just doing all these things. <laughs> and like you cut to like uh, Michael Palin, who's in the in the audience, just like I don't really understand it myself. <laughs> it's either that or this is art. <laughs> Yeah, well, you've got two of them, right? Yeah. You've got Michael Palin, who's like, I don't really understand it myself. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got someone else who's wrapped. Yeah, completely. John yeah, John Cleese is just wrapped. Yeah. Like, this is incredible! <laughs> <laughs> Look at them go! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's bread in the swimming pool! So, he, so 
Cornelius Heptathlon created the Heptathlon to avoid death by hemlock. <laughs> yep. In the original Olympics. That's it. Because, um, yeah, watching those original Olympics, right? Chaos. Complete chaos. Absolute chaos. Yep. <laughs> in uh, 1996, they ended up uh, standardising it. So, um, firstly, you didn't have to carry bread anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, and secondly, that you had to do it in a set order. It's only recently yeah. that that's been... Uh, 1996. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somehow, they've still got the uh, talking people to go naked places in there. Yeah, it's pretty gross, actually. Yeah, it was... It was really strange to watch that in Tokyo. It's weird, weird to see a lot of pickup artists in the, in the Olympics, <laughs> just failing. Yeah, like they're not even doing well. No, they just entered because that's their yeah. thing. That's their thing. They, yeah. they think they're good at. Yeah, yeah. They're not in the spirit of old Cornelius Heptathlon. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't a pickup artist. He just wanted people to go to the bath. <laughs> A lot of stinky people stinky in ancient people Greece. In ancient Greece. It was such a good title as well. <laughs> the man who could do seven <laughs> things. <laughs> all right, so those are all our films this week. They were certainly sports. <laughs> there was some Related. sports there. Yep. There were some sports. It was definitely about people playing sports. Yep. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who gave us titles. Remember, you can go to facebook.com forward slash podcast. Twitter at Life's a Bit Show uh, to give us those titles. You can also now go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast to give us your titles there when we put out a title post every Friday. Uh, yes, if you've enjoyed the show, then please consider telling your friends. It's very helpful to us. When you do, we don't have any marketing. Um, it's it's quite difficult to get people to listen to a podcast they haven't heard before. Oh, yeah. But if you... You, you discerning creature, you, um, tell them that you have listened to a very funny podcast and they'll believe you, the, the gullible idiots. Um, and then you can, uh, they'll, they'll, they, might, they might actually give it, a, give it a try and give it a listen. Uh, but if you don't fancy doing that, if you don't fancy uh, you know, perpetuating the long con that is Life's a Pitch podcast, oh, then yeah. you can actually perpetuate the podcast itself by going to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. We talk about it every week, but it is the lifeline of this podcast. Uh, it really, really helps um, when people give us a tiny bit of money over there. It's as little as a dollar a month, but you do get a, a direct line to me and Tom. You do get um, to, uh, you know, help us decide the genre each week. You do get bonus pictures over there. So um, uh, just head over there. All we ask is that you follow us over there um, and just see what you could be getting. You mm -hmm. know, just uh, consider it. Um, but yes, we also say thank you to all these people. That is Spanky. The name before mine changed, but I want to use up my anagrams of the previous one. Like, I'll prank my boss, Dan. Scrimpy and Ihel Halls, Stephen D. Thomas. Imagine having a nonsense word as your display name for six months and constantly forgetting to change it. Couldn't be me, sorry. Finally, some explanations are forthcoming in The Chosen One, the new episode of orcsardorks.podbean.com. Fingers to hand, you have won the Lives of Pitch tri-monthly tour prize draw. Contact us for a tour of the, of the studio. James Delaney. The crumple and or in the on in upon the gallery and whomp a pin the here a written prediction of future events beneath a rugged woodland the incessant screams of ground coffee beans living their best no living their life to the fullest stage direction grumble at Tom Rebecca Beachy Brent Black 
Alexa or Google or whatever, does a lifetime subscription remain valid in a state of undeath? Never-ending vodka map permaclugged in the best, last, biggest, most external, watching the ulti final, ultimate, next revolution until the end of the Patreon name. Joseph Hegarty. Hazardous pods jumbles around into soda shrouds that buy a bewah. The real serial dragon and family. Midget, magic, I have naughty thoughts about Inspector Gadget. My partner loves the size of my accretion disc. Alexa, find me a podcast about navigating life as a little fledgling vampire. Alex Keen. Tom's collection of unnecessary weapons. Hark, the herald angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Thanks for the gold bullion, idiots. Zoe, invest in crumpets. Unless you listen to the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President or just search it on Spotify and look at my lovely cover art. Just let me die. Without opal fruits, my life is meaningless. I say J. You say F. Tom says K. J. This time, Tom says J. You say F and I say K. Now, you say JFK in a Welsh accent. Tom does. Thanks to all those people on the Patreon. Uh, all real, their real names. Yeah, I want to see the birth certificate of that last person. <laughs> That's just a run-on sentence. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's exclamation marks all over that, Tom. Oh, Don't worry. Okay. It's not... They, the sentence ends with an exclamation mark okay. each time, yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, we end the show, as we always do, with the Yes, Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out to someone who's given us a big title... Give us a big title. <laughs> a big title. A big big title. title. <laughs> this is the one we give out. Someone who's given us a title based around an existing film title, or, or in this case, concept. Um, <laughs> so, from James Cannon, we've got Orville and Dean. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah, <laughs> I would actually watch that. Can I skating, little bird? Yes. <laughs> In a diaper, right? Or yeah, 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 yeah. A little, a little nappy. Yeah, yeah, big green bird and a little nappy. Yeah, <laughs> skating around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. <laughs>